Okay, well, welcome to a word. A word. We're still here. We're still here. We're still kicking. We're still in quarantine. We're still in quarantine. You're social distancing. Like it's nobody's business. Uh, uh, this is like week four for me. This is a lot. This is great. It's just so great. So festive and lovely. Don't I sound like I'm having a lovely time? You absolutely do. Ah! <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I am I'm, going crazy. I'm like, ready for this to be done. Cause it's a, and I swear it's like, yo, I really don't mind staying in the house, but for the fact that like I'm forced to stay in the house and then like usually on my breaks and stuff, if I go get something to eat, I'm used to sitting like in the restaurant drawing or like writing or something like taking my break outside of the house, like in a restaurant somewhere where I'm eating and I can't do that now. So it's just like, yeah, if you go, if you go out, you have to like get it to go. You can't sit. Yeah. Like you can sit outside or sit in your car, but but I ain't got no air in my car, so ain't nobody sitting in their oh, car. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's not, that ain't, no, I'm gonna that's die. True. I told you, I don't be driving with my AC, so <laughs> I just feel like, <laughs> privilege of it all. I'm so convinced. It's the privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the privilege. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm just, I'm ready for this to be over, for real. Like, it's it's been gone on too long. I feel like it's gonna be over soon because the longer they take the more they realize that they're going to have to give people another stimulus check. So, well, I'm still waiting on the first one. So, aren't we all? <laughs> Where's the first check? Where is the first check? Donnie, we need answers. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> like Dakota said, <laughs> this is O Word, the podcast, episode three. I mean, yeah, episode three. This is just, it's so funny. Um, do you have an O word moment for today? I do. What should you go first? <laughs> my O word moment is that I think my taste for red wine is turning and I'm very sad about it. Oh, I man. think during this time, I've probably <laughs> consumed so much red wine that now my palate is like no more we're done we don't we're done it. here yeah you <laughs> are a red wine drinking phenomenon i really it's I not do. even like a, a like obsessive it's like I'm, i have a glass of red wine in the evening i've always done it i've always just enjoy a nice you know healthy sized glass healthy in the sized. evening and the wine that i usually get i've been getting it but the last few days I've been like why does this not taste the way that I remember it tasting I don't know like I don't know I don't know if my allergies are messing with my taste buds or that I don't know but I'm really not feeling red wine right now and that makes me sad because I love I mean, I'm supposed love. to go through the rest of quarantine without red wine like now I have to move on to another wine like Moscato, or like, uh, and it's not a no diss to this, just <laughs> my red blends. What am I supposed to do without my red blends? Uh, 
I'm sorry to hear that. So that was my old word moment. I'm like, for real, body? Wow. That's, that's, that's really crazy. Petty. Yeah. I think my old word moment is my sister came in my room and showed me this TikTok of a cat. And it was like me calling the president to see when my mama can go back to work and she getting <laughs> <up the> nerves. <laughs> and I was like, word. <laughs> Damn. Do you feel the cat's pain? We literally just had like the weirdest interaction within my family because of communication. And I told my mom, like, she has to go turn her computer in and stuff today. Um, So I was telling her, like, yeah, just take bugs. She can drive. So if anything, if you need to move the car, you can move the car. She works downtown. And, you know, they'd be trying to tow people and stuff. And she's like, okay, cool. So Layla comes in my room. like, can you take me to work? I was like, no, you're riding with mommy. I'm already thinking that my mom has relayed the message. My mom has not relayed the message. So me and Layla looking at each other like, what? So then my mom told tells Layla, I thought Coda was riding with us. Never did I say I was riding with them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how she got this. I don't know where it came from. But I was sitting there like, what did she listen to? I swear I'll be talking to her like directly in her face, to her face. Yeah. She really don't be listening. Like, oh, me and her, me and Layla were shook. I was like, oh, I'm stressed. <laughs> like, we all just, you know, wow. I am stressed. It is okay. This oh. is going to, I keep telling myself, it's going to all be over soon. Yeah. This is I see. They're going to find see. a vaccine, a cure, or something. They already don't have one, even though I think they do. They're just holding out. Well, uh, <laughs> Will John told us not to take the vaccine. He said it all his life with T. <laughs> yeah, I saw... <laughs> with, with T. <T-Tank. laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Yo, let me just say though, that was the best. That was the best. I really felt like I was back in like middle school. Yeah, I was so lit. Everything about their lives. Well, I I enjoyed it. I. <laughs> I I, was I so definitely happy. enjoyed it. There there are definitely some moments where I'm just like, where is this going, y'all? With their <laughs> conversation, but everything that they were playing was just yes, just that was very, very reminiscent and nostalgic for me. Like, wow, I remember. Wow, Lil John has so out. many beat beat him up in the club anthems it's just so fresh and lovely i love it i did too i'm not gonna lie i literally was sitting there like were there always this many gunshots just you know just really letting everybody know that stay ready like at all times he's the stay ready king and i love it i i was here for it i was so hyped they kept playing like he kept playing like all of my, my my hits and i was like wow yeah I I remember I was making lasagna, so I'm in the kitchen like really dancing, like I was really, really into it, and it was like a moment where he was like, "We gonna play girl songs," and so T Pain played one song, I forgot what he played, and then Lil Jon played, uh, uh, I don't I don't give a yes, <laughs> I was like, like actually, this is I don't care, and I was like. <laughs> This is actually perfect because I feel this way. Like, I feel, yes. Everything about that was lovely. I was so happy. Like, the whole time I was just sitting there like, you know what, Lil John, 
T Pain. Thank you for this. I was so ready to see um who was it supposed to be? Wasn't it Babyface? Babyface and Teddy Riley. Right? Oh, I was so ready to see that. They was trying to charge. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. They postponed it because Teddy Riley wanted to like take it to a website, I think, and like charge. Like that the club. Making no money. Like, bruh, like I get like number one because I've seen like a lot of mixed reviews. People have been like, "Y'all gonna pay for X Y Z, but y'all not gonna pay for the live, whatever, whatever." But I'm like, "Yo, at this time, a lot of people, including myself, are not buying anything because we have to conserve our money." Exactly. Like, the thing about the that the thing that made the live so cool was it's online. You know, it's this free interactive experience. Exactly. But, you know, like, even, like, like, because, you know, like, Erica Badu, she's been doing lives, too, but she's charged, but hers, her, like, initial has been, like, a dollar. I think the last one was, like, two dollars or something like that. Something very small, where it's like, okay, I can, I can invest a dollar, but I don't think that Teddy Riley was intending to charge, like, a dollar. I think it was, like, at least, from what I read, it looked like it said it was, like, ten dollars or so. Maybe Negative. even more. I don't know. But like Negative. people are like, yo, like, what are you doing? So like we were Negative. all kind of like bummed out. Like, dang, bro. Like I was ready to see that. I thought we was gonna have back to back battles like T Pain and and Lil John <laughs> on Saturday. They did that. Yeah. And then like Teddy Riley and Babyface on Sunday. Like, yeah. Do you want are there any live like b- battles that you wanna see that you haven't seen? Oh man, I think I would like to see Chris Brown, and I don't even. Well, I would like to see Chris Brown live. I've seen him in concert, and I loved it. I would like for him to go live though, and just like, just do his thing. I would I, like to see. I saw Chloe and Holly, and honestly, I think my life was made. Yeah, theirs was really, really good. I enjoyed that. Oh my gosh, I'm such a fan of them. Like, it's so crazy how much I love them. But that was so. I was like, oh my god, I love them, and they just sound. They actually sound the same. Yeah, (laughs) they complement each other, and yeah, they're great. For those of you who have not catched on, we're just doing a like little quarantine check in. Yeah, Um, because yeah, we all in the house. (laughs) We're all in the house. So I know that you're seeing what we're seeing and we just kind of like doing a little review of ev- of everything. And just what's been going like... on, what hasn't been going on. Yes. <laughs> anything that comes to mind because O Word is a place where anything goes. Oh, uh, yes. Well, everything. there's today officially is uh, my birthday is 30 days from today. Hey, so my Saturn return, uh, turning 28 next month, May 7th. How does that feel? I'm excited about. I love, first of all, I'm a holiday birthday person, like, mm-hmm. I take birthdays very seriously. Mm-hmm. I love birthdays. Um, obviously, these circumstances have me a little concerned because you know, should things not go the way it should like the curve not flatten and things like that we could possibly still be urged to stay home and you know the virus could 
obviously is still out there spreading and things like that. So on a world and, you know, community aspect, I am just really, really wanting people to get well. Yeah. I'm wanting the world to get well so that we all can start building the blocks of, you know, figuring out what our new normal is because everything is changed. Like things yeah. won't go back to normal the way that we knew it. Like we really were, we're literally in the midst of a lot of economic change, community change. And so we all need to figure out, you know, what that, what that's going to look like, what our new normal is going to look like. So I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, the the slightly kind of personal, selfish side, I'm I'm I really want to be able to celebrate like my birthday the way that yeah. I that a way that I want to. Like I'm a I am an extroverted person. I do love to go out. I love to explore. I love to have a good time. I would love to be able to see my friends and not have to be in a, a situation where we have to be socially distant from each other. I would love yeah. to like hug my friends. I would love to have a drink with my friends or go somewhere and just be able to enjoy their company publicly. But we mm-hmm. really just have to see how, how things go. Um, yeah. But besides that, I'm just, I'm really grateful to kind of, you know, I never, I always remember being younger and wondering what it would be like to be the age that I'm at. I remember being 11 saying that, by the time I'm 23 or by the time I'm 27, I'm going to have two kids and a big house and a marriage and I'm going to have a lot of money and da 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 And, you know, that is good. not my reality. It sounds good. At really? all. It sounded good then. It sounds crazy now. It's like, what? yeah, you know, when like, I think about that, too, like, because, I mean, granted, I'm I'm only 25, but this year I'll be 26. So every year, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> I'm actually about to be 26. Like, I'm actually 25 years old right now. It's crazy it's to so think about. It's because when I was younger, like you said, you always think like, oh, I'm going to do this when I get older, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to have this. And it's just, I, I know it will happen when it's supposed to. But when yeah. I say that is so far-fetched from, like, anything... I mean, right. technically, like, technically, like when we were thinking about it, when we were thinking about wanting those things, it wasn't far-fetched because our parents were examples of that being a, yeah. a possibility. Like my mom yeah. was married when she was 19. By the time she was 24, 25, my brother, if not both me and my brother, my brother was already in the picture, you know? By the yeah. time, like, by the time, I think at this age, me and my brother were already a- alive when my mom was 28. So mm-hmm. to think about, you know, to think about that, like, when we're younger, of course, it seems possible because, you know, our parents went through that. But um, I'm like, kind of like in this place where I'm just trying to, not even trying to grasp what the gratitude, because I, I feel that I'm grateful but mm-hmm. I think that um, I'm just reflecting on everything and really just kind of like right. taking gratitude in for where I am and what's going on, like what my reality is as is mm-hmm. at this very moment. Um, and I do have gratitude, um, you know, like I might not have everything that I want and uh, I might not have it all, you know, and I don't, but I yeah. I realized, and I tweeted about that earlier, I, I realized to have what I need is a privilege in and of itself. 
you know, yeah. even especially during this time, like to have what I need, I have what I need. Like I have, I have access to transportation. I have mm-hmm. access to food. I have access to shelter. I have, you know, like I have, have friends, yeah. I have family, like I have things where I might not have a million dollars in my bank account and, you know, all that other stuff like that, but I essentially have what I need. You have the essentials. <laughs> yeah, I have the essentials and I'm, and so like, I can be grateful for that. Um, I definitely agree with that. Cause that's how I've been feeling too. Like trying not to become like too wrapped up in like what's going on and stuff. And granted I haven't been, but it's so much easier to just be thankful for what you have. Yeah. Like yesterday I hung out with a friend and I mean, I was outside drawing. We were just like hanging out, talking, just outside. And like afterwards, I was just like, yo, I appreciate that because I actually need a human interaction, like outside of my family. Like, yeah, you know, and it was just like just being grateful of the little things. And I know he's probably like, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> but for real. And you like, know, at like, the same time, it's just like, yo, you don't realize it, like how how simple things are right now, even though they're super complex at the same time. Like things are different. Like you said, things are changing right before us every single day. Any minute now, they could be like, we're going to go and shut down for another 30 days, which yeah. is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the stimulus checks could be like, you know, I mean, like literally, we don't know what could happen in the next 24 hours with this whole virus. Like, So it's just like to just be present and be grateful for what you have who you have and where you are I think that's like the biggest thing to get through any trying time any type of adversity you feel like you're going through like it's just to try to remember and not forget how you feel internally but just try to remember the the little things being grateful for the little things can take you so so far absolutely I actually need you to continue to talk to the people and be encouraging because I have to run to the rest So I just, you know, that's like one of the biggest things that I have been trying to focus on is just really honing in on myself and how I'm feeling and what I'm going through as far as this whole pandemic, because I do have anxiety. Anxiety does not just exist in your head. For people who don't have anxiety, it's kind of hard to explain what it is and how it feels. But for the people who do have it, you know what I'm saying, you know, like, so if you have been having anxiety about what's going on right now and try to silence the world around you because me being able to silence that and it has been such a blessing because I haven't been having anxiety attacks. I haven't been freaking out. There's been like twice that I was kind of triggered and I had to remember like this is beyond my control and to just be present with what I was feeling and then to let it pass, you know, I talk to my anxiety like it's a person. So, like, thank you for coming. You are no longer welcome. Mm, you're, that's good. You're, Sorry, you're I'm back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about how um my anxiety hasn't been as present recently as I thought it would be and stuff just because of everything going on. Just trying to give, you know, little footnotes on how to deal with the anxiety and pandemic because... Yeah, I I think what you said was really powerful as far as, you know, allowing it to pass, you know, hey, thank you for stopping by, but, you know, you can, you can keep it moving. 
Yeah. And um, I think that that speaks to the duality of like, I think we talked about this before, like, you know, not being oblivious to what we have going on, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, acknowledging it and then, you know, allowing it to kind of like pass so that you can make room for something else to replace it. Yeah. And that's like one of the biggest things that I got from therapy was my, my therapist telling me like, but how do you deal with it? And I was like, I don't know. I don't like, I kind of just let it happen. And cause there was like one point in school where I was legit having them maybe five times a week and at least three times a day. Like it was really, really bad for a month and then it slowed down and then it like got worse of mm. course, and whatever. So I had like a lot of highs and lows um, that semester but she was just like you should try talking to it and I was like all right babe get your ass phone out of here <laughs> go ahead now like, and she's that. like uh no <laughs> I don't think you should force it out you should just kindly tell it to to leave like and I was like oh all right <laughs> I guess I could do that too but <laughs> I was like I like my way better because I meant what I said and I said what I said yeah, I think it I think it looks different for everybody you know as long as you're doing it in a way that it's healthy for you I kind of feel like you know everything it just works out for everybody differently um I've definitely been having a um I I always say that I'm I learned how to coexist Mm. with anxiety because and granted it's not something that's going to like it's not taking control over my life for Mm -hmm. one like it's, it's not it's not as severe as depression you know but with anxiety, it can lead to depression if you do not know how to coexist with it. Because there were some times where I would literally, I want the some the time that it was like really bad. I was sitting, I will never forget that I was sitting in the drive-through at um, Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. about to get my French fries, and I just lost it. I couldn't like I started shaking. I was sweating really bad. Like I don't really know what happened where it came from. And I just like bro, like I pulled over and I just broke down crying in the parking lot because I was just like yo. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, mm-hmm. why does this keep happening? Like, I could be at the stoplight, boom, have an anxiety attack. Mm. And I could legit be listening to, like, Janet Jackson's my favorite artist. I could legit be listening to Janet Jackson. I could be listening to, like, one of my favorite Janet Jackson songs in a really good mood, and then it switches just like that. Mm. And it's just, and I didn't know what was going on, and I would, I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know what it was. So I was just like, all right, but, like, I would try to force it. I would try to force myself to be, like, be okay. But when you try to force any other emotion, instead of just being still in the moment and letting whatever you feel kind of just like come up and out, it ta- it causes you more stress. Yeah. It causes you way more stress. So I've learned how to like coexist. Like whenever I even write poetry, I always write about anxiety. Like it's a, a human being, like an unwanted boyfriend mm. kind of stays and lingers. You know, you give this nigga a cookie and he go on about his business. So like... <laughs> It's, it's, it's like essential to learn how to coexist. Yeah. Even if you have, like, even if you are, have any other type of mental health, um, whatever, I don't like calling them illnesses, but you know, if you have anything else going on with your mental health, it's always easy, easier to learn how to coexist with whatever you're dealing with because it's not who you are, but it could be a small part of you. It, call, it could be a huge part of you, but it is something that is, who like attached to who you are like learning how to navigate it basically yeah like get in control of it before it controls you yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense I think um you know 
being um, diagnosed with uh, a form of depression when I was um, in my early teens. I remember um, my counselor talking to me about um, coping skills and how coping skills are activities that you do um, or that you participate in that kind of recenter you, bring you some sort of peace, um, bring you kind of like back to a place where you kind of feel like you've got your grounding. And, yeah. Um, one of my coping skills, which is probably the most the the most impactful one, obviously for me, is writing and journaling and and just you know, anything that has to do with writing. Um, mm-hmm. Or reading, but anything that has to do with writing really, really helps me kind of recenter and and find my grounding. And um, in this time, I have written a lot, um, not because I was not necessarily because I was in a place of um, anxiety. I've definitely had moments. um, I've had moments where anxiety has been very high and then I've had moments where I just I'm aware that that I have like concerns or I'm aware that there are worries or or things that I'm kind of like in my head about yeah Um, they're not as strong all the time some sometimes they're faint sometimes um, it is um, like kind of in the forefront of my mind but when I write it kind of allows me to to it allows me to just kind of like let my mind wander Um, I think we've talked about how there have also been moments where I was having a panic attack and I decided to write during that panic attack. And, you know, kind of like when it's like when you're able to, for me, when I'm able to see my thoughts on paper as I'm writing, my yeah. you know, when I give my mind a chance to like roam, even in that frantic moment or the moment where I'm just feeling extremely emotional, whether I'm writing one, crying while writing or just fuming while writing or just kind of like, allowing my mind to just release by Mm -hmm. the end of by the end of whatever I'm writing sometimes like solutions like my because I give my mind a chance to freely roam like solutions will end up you know coming even in the writing or or that that sense of like um that compressed feeling kind of lightens the load lightens um and just like that pressure just kind of like lightens a little bit like when I'm writing um and then by the end of it I will have I will feel a ton a million tons better um than when I did when I started and so like that's definitely something um, that's a good coping that writing honestly is like writing when you don't know how to feel sometimes like if you just write even when you don't know what to write you just write yeah if you just like allow yourself to write it yeah like just fixing yourself to put the pen to the paper you know you don't know where it will take you um and it's not about thinking about anything it's just really allowing your mind the chance to just kind of release and 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 bear the things that you think about the thoughts that you don't tell anybody that you're thinking mm-hmm. the feelings that you have that you don't feel comfortable sharing with other people um the questions that you might have that you maybe have never been able to ask but it just feels yeah. good to get them out or just like anything mm-hmm. I think that um you know it's definitely been writing can definitely be a tool coping skills can be anything though um, if you like to run or go yeah. on a walk 
or going to the gym, go to the gym, or cook, or you know, like um, go for a drive, or you know, like some people knit, some people draw, some people collage, some people make music, some people run, some people um, talk to their friends, some people, you know, like whatever kind of brings you a whatever healthy habit brings you some sort of release can be um, a coping skill um, to kind of like help you with I definitely agree with that whatever you have going on inside of your head so but also understanding like especially with writing I know some people don't see the point of it like oh what's it gonna do but it's just like you also have to understand that there's no destination when you're writing like it's just writing let your mind go wherever it wants to go wherever you feel like it needs to go just just write like don't yeah. expect to find the answer to your childhood trauma <laughs> the first time you pick up a pen and write down how you feel you're gonna have a it's, it's a lot more digger I, digger I find like <laughs> I find like my writing is more profound when I just don't like give it a specific direction I think yeah. like sometimes when we can be in positions where we force creativity and then we end up making things that don't really have um any like weight to them but it's like when you really just allow yourself to just be for me when I allow myself to be in my writing and then I look over and I'm like oh wow that was deep that was good Mariah Mm -hmm. (laughs) keep going I was just talking to one of my friends about that too like because he was saying he hasn't really been in like a headspace of like a a good writing headspace because he's writing a book right now shout out to you Mike but he hasn't really been in a good headspace and stuff to be writing and we were just saying how sometimes it's best to just take a break from it and don't force it. Yeah. Because if you try to force it, the content's not going to be as good. He's like, every time I go back to writing, though, I've learned something new. Yeah. And I was like, I'm the same way because I'm working on <clears throat> a, a memoir style book, I guess you could say. It's not coming out anytime soon, but like the content in it is like really deep and very, um, very articulate I guess you could say like I I I love it so far um even though it's my own work it's probably the best work that I've done in my opinion so far so I'm like you know what? I'm just gonna take my time that's why there's no like real release date for the book because I'm taking my time like I haven't wrote for the book in a month whereas yeah. I write poetry almost every day you know what I'm saying like the the content of it is super different and it's emotionally draining for me because it's pulling things out of me that I haven't talked about, pulling out emotions that I know other people will be able to connect with, but I'm not going to force myself to feel that deeply. Yeah, I've just... stay long every day. <laughs> yeah, no, I was literally That's just talking about... <coughs> Sorry, allergies, mm-hmm. but um, I was literally just talking about that to my best friend Autumn earlier t- today. I was just talking about how, um, you know, being in a place, being in this space where you're allowed to sit with yourself, you, for me, I've been, like, feeling a lot. Like, feeling my feelings is, like, at this point is an yeah. understatement. Um, but I'm also in the process of writing a book and putting a book together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I feel like it's, I don't know, like, I feel like it's it's definitely something that I'm trying to produce um sooner than later mm-hmm. but I've been writing for 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 the since 2017 so I have a lot of oh. yeah <laughs> I have a lot of material 
that I've been that I that I have, and at this point, what I'm doing right now is just putting it together. Cause yeah, um, so it's going to be like a collection of like pros and things like that. So it'll be like a collection of stuff that I've written over time. Um, but like I'm really here for it. Thank you. I'm really excited. I'm excited about yours too, and Mike. Shout out to Mike. I don't know you, but I can't wait to read your book. Um, yeah, his book is gonna be really good. Yeah, but like it's really interesting because when you it's like when you get put yourself in a position to write um mm-hmm. or to like organize the things that you've already written and like put it in book form, you definitely I've gotten into these pl- places where I've been motivated to get to work and then I have mo- moments where like, okay, well, you know, the moment has come and it's gone. Or like, yeah. or like, even like when you set up a routine for yourself, like, okay, my best time to create is when I wake up. But so from the time that I wake up to the early afternoon, so any anywhere between seven to two in the afternoon is like the best time for me to create, um, because that's when m- most of my thoughts are really fresh and all this stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, sometimes it's been moments where it's just like I don't have it. And um, yeah. I literally just watched this conversation with one of my favorite writers and people in the world, Alex L. And, uh-huh. and she talked about today, talked about how um, even honoring the space when you don't have it and, you know, like not giving not giving yourself a hard time in the moments that you don't. Yeah. Because we do have a lot of time on our hands during this time. And so whether you're a writer or a creative or a, or any kind of person, you know, like we we deserve to honor um, honor ourselves and the time and being able to acknowledge the fact that we might not have it in that moment. Like if you don't have, if you're not filled with inspiration, even holding space for it or trying to create the space for it, if you're burnt out or you don't have it, you just don't have it. And it'll come. It's not anything to feel bummed about like, oh, you know, everything's messed up now. It will come. It's just not here at this very moment. So if you just need to sit, or have a cookie or drink some tea or, or some coffee or just go or play the game or, you know, watch something on Netflix, then do, you know, do that. Give yourself the, give, gift yourself leisure, you know. Yeah. I think that's how I'm feeling right now because I'm illustrating a children's book. I finished it last week. Um, I usually hand draw it, digitize it, and then I color it. So I'm in the digitizing phase. And for me to digitally draw one picture took me one hour. Um, and that doesn't even include all the details. The picture that I was digitizing was very, um, it was very simple. You couldn't really see much of the face. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the finer details of one of the pages, it took me an hour and a half, two hours. So it's like, oh, I think I should have took a break after I actually hand drew the whole book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think took a break and stuff so I can like relax and not have to look at it so much so you honestly just inspired me to take a break from doing it because I am I'm over it yeah like when you feel that you have to honor it it. you deserve to honor it you don't have to but you deserve to because it's like okay like (laughs) what's going to happen tomorrow your boss going to come and tell you oh I can't believe you didn't meet that deadline you're at the house I am at the house and I am my own boss. And it's not so. to be complacent to go get into a place where it's just like you continue to put things off, but you can't force, you literally can't force creativity. We don't create from, we don't create from a good place when we're 
when we're when it's like forcing when we're backing our ourselves into a corner you know where there's no room for creativity or inspiration or anything it's just it's just pressure and when we're in when our back is against the wall and we're just faced with pressure you know how can how can you create from that place exactly it it doesn't work that way you have to like you said give yourself space give yourself the time and honor yourself in those moments when you don't feel it and it's and just be like all right maybe next time maybe yeah. tomorrow you know maybe later cuz you know just maybe because later. just because your most peak your peak time is morning to early afternoon doesn't mean that 7:30 p.m. could come and somebody says something or you watch something on Netflix and it'd be like oh that was really good and then then for the next 10 if it's 10 minutes or the next 30 minutes then you've committed yourself to like creating from that moment like that's something to be proud of like yeah you know there aren't any during this time I don't think even if there wasn't a pandemic you know like during but specifically during this time I feel like there are no rules to how you create you know or how long or the routine like all there are no rules to any of that at this moment and that's the that's the best thing about being an artist is like you you make room for yourself and you set your own standard well Mm -hmm. at least like you should never you should never like follow somebody else's shadow someone can inspire you but you should never you know do exactly what somebody else does or if someone's giving you advice it's nice but it has to resonate with you it has to resonate with you and it's funny because I um as you know I've started tattooing yeah officially for people listening (laughs) not officially but just been practicing and stuff like that and I was getting advice from this guy well he was offering me advice and it was just a lot of things that I already knew, but I was still like receptive of it because I guess, I don't know. I was just like, oh, okay, that's nice. Thanks. And whatever. But I was just like, yo, I, I didn't ask for the advice. Mm. Um, I already have somebody that I can go to when I need advice. And when I told him that it was just like, I felt like he kind of like stepped back or whatever, which I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe I should have said that to begin with. Like, I, I kind of know already, but I didn't want to look like a jerk. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the way that everybody does things are not the way that you do things. Like, it doesn't have, like, what he was saying, that's his way. But what works for me and what works for me is, like, the easy things. For, it's how I do it. Like, <laughs> I can't run my business like you run yours. Right. You don't need the same thing. I can't draw like you draw. Right. Not my style. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, little things. So, well, I'll definitely be uh in need. I got. I just want. Okay, this might okay. go off the air, but I mean, I just I want a single band around my arm. I really want it. I'm really ready, and I need somebody to do it. And if you can, you know, whenever you're comfortable with doing humans, um, <laughs> please, please, I need it, girl. That thing is gonna hurt. I know, but I'm okay. ready. I'm finally ready. I'm finally. Okay mentally ready for this but I wanted this tattoo since I was a child and I need it I really wanted to get it for my birthday but you know corona yeah coronavirus <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> I bought my tattoos that one probably hurt the absolute worst yeah. two bands that I have a part of my sleeve I was ready to tap out I need it though and I want it bold and colored in but I've been wanting this forever so 
the yeah. fact that I'm like literally saying it on air it's like very real for me because it's taken me a lot of time to mentally prepare for another tattoo literally when I was doing my art tattoo on my ankle I was like what were you thinking stupid yeah I was like is this real I saw your the video I was like is did she do this for real yeah that's insane it hurt I had to redo so the one on my hand completely has faded Uh so I was like oh I have to redo it somewhere and I'm like, if I put it anywhere else in my body, like, it's not going to look right that small. Like, I liked it small inside my hand, but I was like, I don't want it to be small. If I move it somewhere else. So I was like playing around and I did it. And then I was like, I'm going to just add it to my ankle. So I put it on the front of my ankle and it hurt so bad. Um, yeah. My yeah. body was so sore because I had to be like bent over tattooing my the front of my ankle, like it was just like I was in such an awkward position. My other foot started to fall asleep while I was pushing on the pedal. It was like a lot going on. Oh for my an hour and, a half. and I was like, why do you keep doing these tattoos in these really <laughs> awkward places, genius? Like, you can't directly access, like, you could tattoo your thighs or your calf. But I legit have tattoos everywhere. So trying to find a spot to tattoo and practice is hard. Like, Britt was literally like, oh, what about here? And I would show her a tattoo. Oh, what about here? Show her another tattoo. I don't know where you can put it, Co. I just don't know. I'm like, I don't know either, Britt. Like, they are everywhere. So I'm just like, uh, but once I started, I had to finish because I, I committed. Right. Well, I'm ready. Dang it. Well, when, when I'm ready, I'll let you know. Let me know when you're <laughs> ready because I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm pounding my I'm chest. Ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I would definitely let you know like so many I feel so good though like so so much love has been shown since I even like made the page and like I've just been posting like so much love has been shown and it's like overwhelming but at the same time like it's a good type of overwhelming because I'm like wow like the support is so real like people have been like can you tap me and I'm like when I'm ready when you gonna be ready I'm like yo relax I'm pressured. I feel pressured right now. Whenever you're ready, you get to them. Me first. But whenever you're okay. ready, you get I <laughs> just point. Sort of. I'm not. I'm very serious. Says, sort of. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. But no. I am like, I'm like excited to start. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm ready, but I'm definitely excited oh, no. to start. You'll like, and you'll know when you're ready too. Like you'll feel a peace you'll feel a peace there because i i'm like confident and just because the ones that i've done i feel like tattooing somebody else though for sure would be 12 times easier than tattooing myself like i just know it would be easier just because the places that i keep tattooing myself are stupid places that i can't really you're festive you're a festive young lad yeah (laughs) yeah and i'm like why do you keep doing this to yourself you've already started so now you have to finish your foot and ankle is going to hurt like the dickens but it is okay you can do this lord but i can do it i have done it and my mom was just so pissed off she's over it this whole tattoo stuff already i'm sure all parents are doing yourself you need to stop it it's enough enough okay dakota (laughs) all right all All parents are over it um like you know at least i'm being transparent about the places that i'm putting tattoos like every time she hears my tattoo gun it's always at night so in the morning she's like staring at my body looking like where is it what has happened oh well anything 
anything else for the quarantine check? Have we checked everything? We got the music. We got the IG lives. We got well. We don't got the stimulus checks, but we're we're on the lookout. <laughs> right, we're on the lookout for the stimulus checks. Um, I think that's all on my end. That's definitely all on my end. I'm just trying to keep up, keep my head up, and stay creating. Really, just enjoying the time and honestly, that's all taking we can it a do. day at a time. That's all we can do. Just one day at a time, guys. Yes. One Continue day. to eat fruit and veggies. And drink yep. water. Yes. And check in on your people. Yes. And check no, in on yourself. No real hugs. Air hugs, please. Air hugs only. Oh, yeah. Easter is this Sunday. Please, guys. Please. No large gathering. Yeah. You can still do your Instagram fits because I know y'all ready, but still. Yeah. Just no, no, no large gathering. IG Live Easter outfits. I'm ready for it. Ready to see everybody TikTok looking sharp. Actually, one more thing before we go. Uh huh. Have you seen the TikToks about the white girls, um, owning like or claiming to own black men? Please say you have. I have not, but I'm sure you're gonna send it to me. With it is the most cringe-worthy thing I've ever seen, and I'm just like, yo, TikTok. I y'all never, are ever. Really- I have never even heard that that was happening. Oh my gosh! Like they're just like the the fetish for black men is so real and I just want to say to the black men out there I am so sorry that you guys are being preyed upon the way that you are um but low-key some of y'all asked for it so oh be careful because get out is real get out (laughs) I'm done I am just saying not all of uh, not all white females are like this they are not I know some very amazing white women but the ones that are on TikTok, those are the ones that y'all be asking for. Lord. So asses better watch out. Like, <laughs> you need to send me this because I have not I, seen it. I have to. Like, when you see it, you're really going to be like, Lord, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm just, I was so disturbed. I was so disturbed. But it's okay. Lord. Um, well, shout out to the black men. <laughs> holding it down. <laughs> holding it down. My oh, heart goes out that. to all of you lovelies. Yes, but yeah, so that's that's it. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's my last thing to say. <laughs> wash that your thumbs, it. guys. My mother <laughs> wants you to wash your thumbs. thumbs. Just, yes. That's my last thing. Wash, wash those thumbs. thumbs stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that wraps it up then. Woo! Podcast episode three a word podcast episode yes there it is love you guys bye oh yeah hello and welcome my name is dakota ayana and i'm mariah scott and you are now listening to a word the podcast where you can get your fix and politic at the same time y'all mm-hmm, all that <laughs> so uh, let's get into it <laughs>